Hello, and welcome to Healing Through Words. And I am Sandra D, an associate clinical social worker, therapist, and your host. I want to start by thanking Tracy for providing the music Last Night Dream. My website designer, Kea Vanier's branding. My artist, who created the pictures for my website, Joyce of Unique 3 Darstry, and all my listeners and supporters. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted, to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey of healing. On this week's podcast, we will discuss the types of abuse. There are 10 faces of domestic violence and abuse. There is physical abuse, verbal, sexual, emotional, psychological, spiritual, cultural, financial, neglect, which is also general neglect and digital. However, this week we will focus on only three, physical abuse, sexual abuse, and verbal abuse. I will define each one because interpretations can vary. Let's start with physical abuse. Physical abuse occurs when someone uses a part of their body or an object to control the person's action. That includes punching, hitting, slapping, burning, strangulation, damaging personal property, use of weapons, coercing, your partner into substance abuse and refusing medical care and or controlling medications. Let's review use a weapon. A weapon can be anything that could be used to harm you. It can be a gun, a knife, a plate, a cup, a lamp, a pot, or a pan, a rope, a pencil, a hanger. It can also be a piece of clothing, such as a shoe or a belt. It is important to understand when it comes to physical abuse, to be aware of your environment. You do not want to be in the kitchen doing an an abusive episode 
That is a danger zone. It is too many objects that could cause serious harm, including boiling water and food. If you find yourself in the kitchen, try to slowly move yourself away. Try to head to an open area that has no removable objects, like the living room. Ultimately, the goal is to get out the house. Let me share the last time I experienced physical abuse. I was in the kitchen and I told my husband I found a place to stay and I was leaving. He asked where I was going and I didn't tell him. He lost it. I quickly remembered my surroundings and wanted to get out the kitchen. I made my way to the hallway where there was nothing he can pick up or use to hurt me, so I thought. So he used his hands. He used his hands to hold me down. By the grace of God, I was not seriously physically harmed. That incident could have been worse if I did not quickly think. So that's why it is so important to remember your surroundings, what's available when you are in a physical abusive situation. Now we're going to talk about sexual abuse. Sexual abuse occurs when a person is forced to unwittingly take part in a sexual activity, including sexual behavior performed without your consent, which can be defined as rape. Sexual abuse can be forcing you to have sex with other people, which is also called human sex trafficking. Having sexual acts when you're not fully conscious or afraid to say no. That's when you have that people-pleasing mentality, when you are too afraid to say no. It is also when you are hurt doing sex or being coerced to have sex without protection or sabotaging the birth control method. So for the most part, sexual abuse is not about sex. It's all about power and control. Now, we will come to the last one, which is verbal abuse, which is also considered verbal attacks and verbal assaults. This occurs when someone uses language, whether spoken or written, to cause you harm. The abuser uses speech that decreases your self-confidence and adds to your feelings of self-helplessness. Verbal abuse is also insulting you scolding you, harassing, criticizing, yelling excessively, embarrassing you in public, labeling, as well as threatening others. 
verbal abuse is a destructive form of communication. Ultimately, it's to attack and destroy your self-concept or your self-identity. Let's think about that. Our self-worth and our self-identity. Now let's talk about our self-identity. For so long, we allowed the abuser to verbally define us with their words. I allow the abuser's words to define me and my capabilities, my self-worth. I found myself hindered by the words and the lies told to me. I didn't accomplish certain things in life because I was concerned about what the words and the thoughts of others would do. However, within the last three years, I redefined myself and my vocabulary. I realized my words was my self-inflicting prison. I put myself there with the lies of others. Now I can see myself with the truth of God. See, we act according to what we tell ourselves and how we see ourselves. However, God wants to change our identity. He wants to change how we see ourselves. Genesis 32.8a says, Your name will no longer be Jacob. I thought about that. I told myself, Sandra, your name will no longer be stupid. Your name will no longer be, you can't get it right. Your name will no longer be rejection. Your name will no longer be unwanted. Your name will no longer be unappreciated. Your name will no longer be disrespected. Your name will no longer be devalued. And Sandra, your name will no longer be undeserving. The abusers call me those names. But I also must take responsibility and say I also thought and called myself those names. But, but... God saw beneath my hurt, my hangups, and my habits, and he gave me a new name. He gave me a chance to rewrite the script, to be the master narrative of my life. I encourage you to look beyond your hurts, your disappointments, and your destructive habits. 
and find true healing and freedom in the word. The word of God is the answer and Jesus is the way. Jesus wants and desires to offer you life, freedom, forgiveness, power, peace, and a purpose. But the question is, are you ready? Are you ready to make that move? Are you tired of trying and crying? If so, step into the life God always had for you. You can do it. I did it. Is it easy? No. Will you be afraid? Yes. Is it worth it? Definitely yes. I am living proof of what God can do if you allow him. Remember this. It is like a relay race. The abuser had the baton. He had the power. Now it's your turn. Take the baton. Take the power from the abuser. And pass it on to God. Let him finish the race. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship and need help, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or Women Against Abuse, 1-866-723-3014. These services are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. For additional resources to help start your journey of healing, you can visit my Facebook site, Healing Through Words, H-E-A-L-I-N-G-T-H-R-U-W-O-R-D-S or my Instagram, healing underscore through underscore words. You can also contact me for questions, suggestions, or appointments or if you would like to be a guest and share your journey of healing. My email address is healing through words org at gmail.com that is spelled h-e-a-l-i-n-g-t-h-r-u-w-o-r-d-s-o-r-g at gmail.com we always end our podcast with words of affirmation How you see yourself affects everything in your life. For lasting change to happen, you must change how you see 
yourself perception. You need an identity change. Thanks for listening. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.